We love supporting and promoting the creators of musical theater throughout the world. And we would love to have your support as well. Go to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the Become a Patron button because a supportive community is a strong community. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theater Radio. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. Today, we are speaking with Hélène Deschamps about the show Baobab. Uh, which is running at the New Victory Theater in New York from March 11th to the 19th. I watched a short trailer for it, and the show looks incredible. I wish I could get down there to see it. But to tell us more about the show and the run, let's invite Ellen to the show. Bonjour, Ellen. Welcome. Bonjour. Hi. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, before we get into this incredible looking show and, and talking about it, I, I want to get to know you a little bit better and to get the listeners to get to know you. So, Let's get a 30-second bio. Who is Hélène in 30 seconds? Oh, wow, in 30 seconds. That's wonderful. Well, I would say I'm uh, French-speaking, living in Quebec uh, for more than 10 generations and uh, going across the world to seeking for wonderful artists, doing co-productions for 21 years and uh, in love with puppetry, in love with kids, so mainly creating for kids from zero to uh 17, 18 and more. And uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's wonderful. Have you always been into theater when you were growing up? Or is that something you discovered later? Yes, I always wrote theater and I always wanted to, re to, to write. So I'm very, very happy to have the chance to live from that. Wonderful. Um, so... You are a uh, member of uh, Teatro Motus, which brought the, the show to New York. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll get into the show itself. Yeah, I'm actually the founder. It's my own company, and uh, now we are celebrating 21 years old. And uh, I've created like around 15 shows, maybe, and I'm really working a lot in co-productions. This show was uh, created in 2009, uh, and it was uh, with a, um, a very good friend of mine now that is living in Mali, and uh, we're touring it for 10, 12, 13 years, <laughs> and it's a wonderful show. So I'm co-artistic and co-general uh, manager of the company now. So doing a lot of things, but with a great team also. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about this show. What is the synopsis uh, um, of the show? Well, I've I've created it, but I have to say that with uh, Hamadoun Kasoge, Kas is a uh, little little name um he really um invited me in this wonderful um, trip that we just discovered how the african from west africa are telling the stories so of course it's based from um, mainly tales that could be known like the i think it i could say it's three different tales but when you see the show it's one story the story of amando we've created that character and then from uh, the the witch that is coming from an ancestral tale we're taking this uh, like make making a modern story about that but still we are in a in an ancient tale it's not a modern like now in 2000 it takes place so it's the story of amondo and he's born from an egg falling from a baobab a baobab is a tree so that's very special and amondo is not a bird is a little human being and then he's discovering that he has two, uh, he's in charge or, well, he has uh, four tasks. 
So, you know, you will meet the, the griot, then you will meet the marabou, then you will meet the witch, then you will meet um, the, the, the famous monkey that kids just love. And uh, I don't say the end of the world, of, of, of the show, not the end of the world. Nah. No, it's not the end of the world, of course. <laughs> and uh, the end of the show, I won't say it, but then kids are following him. And Amundo is a little puppet, very, very cute little boy. And I think the kids are really connecting with this um, with this uh, journey. The story sounds incredible. Just the 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 layers and everything about it. What what drew you to the fir- to it in the first place, and and how did you discover it? First, I, I worked before with Inuits here in the cold, and I wanted to discover exactly the opposite. And I didn't know nothing about Africa. For me, I have to say, to be honest, it was a, a very huge continent. So I thought, okay, I'll go to Senegal, where there's Baobab, and I want to see Baobab. I want to see this famous tree that has very special stories. And this trip, well, brought me to find some wonderful artists from there. Ismaila Manga, who made the scenography, and then Amadun Kasoge, who told me all those stories. And from that, the story came up, and I, I invited them here in Canada. And we also invited other artists that are living here and that are uh, Afro-descendant. And this wonderful story was made maybe in two years. So it's taking the time, and then finally we got this story. Was it an easy thing for you to write or was it on, on a, you know, you've written lots of shows, obviously. Was it one of the easier ones, more difficult for yourself? At the beginning, I I, I have to say, I wrote a very long story that when Cass uh, read it, he said, it's wonderful, but it's very American. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, let's talk a little bit about how we're telling stories. And then the story was after too much too much on the african side too long too description too much description and and then we thought okay let's make it a bit in between and then we wrote something i think the rhythm is very interesting but still you have the way they welcome people at the beginning they are telling names of the kids and singing them and inviting them like a huge village and I think that is very important. And all the characters have their own music, have their own traditional instrument. And I think there's um, it's a real, it's a good mix between a show with the rhythm of America and and the the, the soul of uh, West Africa. Well, I'm very curious. What what are some of the differences between you know the the writing that you had to modify? Well. At first, my rhythm was too fast, too short stories, too short mm. things. You you don't have time to enter into it. And it was more like a, narr- a narrative, like um, the griot are, have a memory. They have, they are, they are very important in the society. And I didn't catch it at the beginning. Writing the griot, it was just the narrator the one who was telling story but then i found out okay there are a bunch of people some are telling some are playing music this group is very important as a a kind of a ritual and this way to install the ritual then you need to really go deeper to understand how what's the rhythm of this ritual and not being not being very like the kids out too long what is going on you have to we had to figure out that and I really enjoyed it but it's very different and when we played it in Senegal we played it and we performed it in Mali it was different because Mm -hmm. Cass 
took the the main character, the griot, and I saw the time he was taking, the way he was connecting, and the people are expecting steps that here we don't know. So that's very interesting. That is fascinating to me because I was I just had an interview with someone from Australia, which really isn't that different, but it but the way he was speaking. The the way they do things in Australia is different than the way things we do here in Canada than in the States. And then to go over to Senegal, which, you know, from I understand, even more different. It's it's always mm-hmm. interesting how it plays. How so you said it played one way in Senegal. And how how did it play here that, that you noticed differently that the, the children reacted? The reaction are not that different from one continent to the other or one country to the other. But of course, uh, in Africa, they recognize the characters. They know what will happen. They 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 know they know more the steps that will go on. Here, they're kind of discovering what is this animal, the marabou that the griot is translating what he's saying because he's just saying and then translating this. That's the the difference. Maybe the the witch here is more in an American way, and the witch more inspired by the one in um in in other movies that kids could have seen. This was a surprise in in Africa, but uh, I think in general the reaction when we're playing in for schools is like a big rock show. Wonderful, they're really involved and they're really looking for what is going on. With Amando very uh, moved by, by each step he's, uh, he's going through. And uh, in families, um, I was touched here to see some families coming originally from different countries from West Africa and saying, oh, wow, I was back in my village and that's how it was. it's going on. It's That's how we are living the stories. And I was very touched by that. Wow. And there's puppetry, there's music, there's there's spectacle. And, and tell us a little bit about working. Have you worked with puppetry before or, or music? In- yeah, yeah. I, I've, uh, that's, I fell in love with puppetry before creating my own company. And uh, when we went there, of course, I saw some puppetry so, and wonderful puppets in, in Senegal and Mali. And I had the idea, I, my perception was that it was more dance. They have their dance, their music, they're presenting the character, but there was no really stories, telling stories, dialogues. And I thought, oh, how can I mix that? How can, how can I like find the, the voice of that character, not just the dance and to mix this and then to go and inspire, being inspired by some mask. I bought some traditional mask. I brought them here. I spoke with the, the, the sculptor who did those masks and in relation with the, the, the African sending pictures to make sure everything was in respect but not the traditional one because there are some rules also the woman cannot uh, manipulate a mask it's all it's just men and you need to be initiate of, of the initiate initiation of that initiate and uh, I wanted women to to move those masks. So then you need to they need to accept and say, okay, this kind of mask is okay because it's not traditional. Then you are not attached to that rule, and then we allow you to. This is a very nice way to collaborate. And the the main pup and the main character, uh, Amondo, we were inspired by the um, calabash. 
the the kind of pumpkin that are it's a kind of fruit that they are using to make some balls some uh, some kora also the instrument and we thought oh that shape is very interesting like a, a pear like very small at the top and then bigger and we were inspired to create it in that form that shape so all this was um yeah so many kind of inspiration and I love puppetry. <laughs> <laughs> and and the music, I, I assume, uh, you, did you write the music or did you have someone else? No, no, no. Okay. I had a chance to meet uh, Abulai Kuni. He, he was raised, uh, born in, um, in uh, Côte d'Ivoire, um, Marble Coast, is it? Yes. it? Ivory Coast, is it? Yes. Sorry. And um, he's, he's from a, a family of griots, so he knew all those uh, music, traditional. He's, he's playing balafon. He knew also Nathalie Corral. She went in, uh, she's originally from Quebec, but she went to learn the Cora. That is a kind of African art. She went in uh, Senegal and Mali to learn it for years and she was performing it and they were performing shows together. So together they work and Aboulaye uh, invented and had created all the music inspired by traditional rhythm. And I think at the beginning you will see the Goni now because it's Lasso is performing the Goni that is near the Kora with the balafon at the beginning. And you have all those in instrument, traditional instrument all through the show. And I think it's it really gives them the great uh, soul of the show, the, the, the good texture. Love to talk about the production that's going on in New York uh, on March 11th to the 19th. Um, how did you find the cast for that? Is it, you said you were on tour. Uh, I'm not sure if you said it on air or not before. <laughs> but but is is this a um, a company that is from New York or is it part of this tour? It's uh, it's a complete cast from Montreal. I'm very proud of that. There some of them like uh, they are all almost all from the original cast oh. that when we created it in 2009. So Widmir Normil is originally from Haiti. Philippe Presson was born here. His parents are from Haiti. And uh, Aboulaye Kone is still there. And Lasso took the place for um, Nathalie. So four wonderful black men, very interesting artists that are dedicated their art for kids, I think it's a very wonderful pleasure for us. So they learned the text in English. We've performed it many, many times in different cities. First time we go to the New Victory and very happy to be there because I, I think for almost 10 years we were talking and saying, when, when is it possible? No, we're not available at this moment. Okay, great. And the, the moment came right now. Wow. Uh, how do you, what type of audience um, is this show for? What should they expect when they go to New York? Oh, la la. What? Uh, well, for kids from three and up, of course, For we will perform where almost 750 times. Wow. So I can say they will see um, a show that we've run, that we know that actors really enjoyed. I think you will enter in a Af West African village. You will discover all this music, ambience, characters, I think the in general the comments that we have is that the parents and the kids are really enjoying and you can really just relax being there and follow the show and at the end I'm pretty sure you will dance. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> now you're making me want to go down to New York to see yeah. this because oh, you so have incredible. to. Maybe well, maybe if you come to Toronto or if you head back to Montreal, that's a little easier. Yes, we've performed yeah. in Toronto before, and it was wonderful. Yeah, we had that chance. Fantastic. Is there a moment when when you're watching an audience that always makes you smile? There's a, there's a moment in the show that the audience just reacts and you're just so happy because for that moment. Oh, there's different moments, but I have to say the moment that the griot is telling the tasks to the little one and it's a, a special effect that we're using that I will not say all the details, but it's a projection of shadow and you see in shadow all the, the tasks and it's um, a very magical moment. And I love that the kids are kind of, wow, what is that? And that makes that moment very important. And also at the end, when the um, Armando is finally discovering what's the fourth task, because he doesn't know. And that's a very touch, touching moment, very profound. And I like that the kids that were very laughing two minutes before, very screaming at the monkey, and then suddenly wow, getting in that emotion. And uh, I love to ask the, the kids at the end, where do you think is a mondo? And that I won't give any answer. <laughs> well, now people do have to go see this and then experience the, the shadows <laughs> and, and the answer to that question. Um, mm. How can people, um, where can people go to find out more about the show, about uh, Teatro Mortis and Motus and, and all that sort of thing? Well, of course, we have our own website, but the New Victory made a wonderful work. If people come before, there is different activities and all. Uh, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm going next week. But we spoke with the team, wonderful team over there. They were really in contact with all the artists, very um, says sensitive and taking time to how to respect the ambience of the show and I think the the, the public will really discover the show in every, lots of things around but if they want to go and see more about Theatre Motus they can go our website it's Theatre Motus Theatre I think we write it in French at the end T-H-E-A-T-R-E M-O-T-U-S dot com and then they will find out Perfect. lots of and pleasure and I've been sharing uh, about the the should the the website for the New Victory Theater, so people can go. Um, Great. Out as soon as they can. Um, and I thank you so much for coming wow. out and, and telling me and the listeners all about your show. And if they are in New York, they should definitely get down and wow. say hello to you. And, oh, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, I'll be there the next week, and then everybody's is there and performing. Very happy. So, yeah, come, come in, come to me after the show, and we we will speak and exchange. That will be great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We were speaking with Hélène Ducharme, talking about Bobab, the show that's coming to the new Victory Theatre March 11th to the 19th. So if you're in New York City, make sure you go check it out. Like I said, I wish I could. Puppets and music, and, and it just looks incredible. So yeah, if you have a chance, get down and check that out. Um Tune in next week as we'll speak with another guest or guests about their life, love, and passion that is musical theater. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanov. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.